and welcome to another edition of Scott Wheeler's Airplay. It is episode number 16, so we're going strong. Airplay can be seen on Peoria Life's web portal. You can see it on Facebook, of course, YouTube under Peoria Life, or on Peoria TV, that's channel 17 on the i3 broadband system, and we will share it, of course, on my Facebook page and my guest's Facebook page. And my guest today has been hosting the morning show, co-hosting on uh, 104.9 The Wolf since 2006. Uh, you can hear him every morning for his his wit and his heart, which uh, is exemplified probably in no better way than the thousands of dollars he has raised for the kids of St. Jude with the uh, Country Cares for Kids radiothon he does every year. Welcome to Airplay, Mr. John Young. Hey, it's great to see you. Thanks for having me. Here. This is awesome. Number 16, Joe Montana. I love that number. You would know yep. because you are from uh, Central California, right? Yeah, Bay Area, little town called uh, I went to Seaside, but it's basically Monterey. Most people know Monterey if they think oh, of Pebble Beach. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful out rough. there. Yeah, it's really <laughs> rough having to live out there. But, uh, yeah, I've been excited about doing this. I was supposed to come in a couple of times, and I'm glad we finally were able to get it done. Yeah, and uh, just so you know, for those of you who were expecting to see Jamie, uh, John's co-host, uh, she's not feeling well today, so we will have her back or both of them back in a future edition of Airplay. So did radio start for you in California as well? It started, you know, I went to, this was right around, right just before the Olympics in Atlanta in 96. Yeah. So I was there in 95. And um, I was going to go to music school. And I didn't, when I got there, because I wanted to play, get, teach guitar. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't really like the, I didn't like the format. So I'd already dragged at the time my wife out there 3,000 miles away. And I couldn't, I couldn't look her in the eye and say, I, I don't want to do this. So <laughs> I always loved radio. Uh -huh. I always got a kick out of it. Um, and so I went to broadcasting school and got hired back in Monterey County. Okay. So that's where it started, uh, May of 96. Okay. Yeah, so I escaped the Olympic crowd in Atlanta. <laughs> I was Good. considered, I was not only considered a Yankee in Atlanta, I was also considered a transplant Yankee. <laughs> Which was um, really offensive to the good folks of Atlanta and yeah. North Cross. So yeah, yeah, but um, I love it. It's uh, been my, it's been my entire uh, job for 23 years now. Mm -hmm. Now, do you still? I know the answer to this, but do you still mess around on the guitar? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to play. I love to sing. Mm -hmm. um, actually, before I got into radio, I kind of made my living doing stand up. Really? Yeah. So, so what was that like? Did you did, doing the clubs and that whole circuit in, yeah. in the Bay Area? Yeah, I did a couple little TV things. And mm -hmm. um, when I was a kid, um, kind of like a parlor trick, my mom would always have me come out and do voices or impressions. <laughs> I started really young with a terrible Ronald Reagan. I think I was like eight years old. And uh, <laughs> I would have loved it. Well, <laughs> my fellow Americans. <laughs> So once I got through the voice changing and all that and was able to mature a little bit. <laughs> then it sounded like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah, it was, a little, it was a little better. So I did that. I kicked around L.A. And, uh, for about five years mm -hmm. and, then, um, and then got into radio. What, what is, what's the biggest misconception about stand-up comedy? Because we see it and I'm sure it's probably, well, it looks so easy. You just go out there and be funny. I'm funny. Yeah, you know, the, it's... The, the great part about it is that it's 
instant gratification. Yes. Which is different from radio. Yeah, because you hope that you're making people laugh, mm -hmm. but you know, you're not sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but in comedy, if, if you're hitting a home run, you know. You know it. And if you're whiffing bad, <laughs> you, you know. know. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, well, I, got, I still have 12 minutes, guys. You should roll with me a little bit. So, yeah, but um, I, I, had a, I had a lot of fun. I made a lot of great friends. Mm. Uh, I realized just how talented some of those folks are. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were next level. I thought I was, I thought I was okay mm. and, or halfway decent. These, their guys just, and women, just brilliant. Well, it's like professional athletics, musicians. There are so many great, mm -hmm. knocking it out of the park people. That it was when people say, "Well, I'm thinking again into music." You want to encourage them, but you want to say, and you hear them, and they're great. But yeah. are they great? Great, right. and just the timing of it all, and so forth. I'll tell you what. I'll, to me, YouTube and Facebook have changed the game. Be, I got humbled quickly. I used to think, well, I do some great voices, and I, I, I just don't think there's a lot of people out there in my own head. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that can do what I do until you see a million different videos <laughs> of people doing it as well or better. Uh -huh. and you're like, oh, that's pretty humbling. Uh -huh. That's pretty humbling. Yeah. So, um, but I had a good time while I was doing it. Did you, were you on these TV shows, anything we would recognize? Was it the uh, America's Got Talent of the Day or what? Uh, no, it was kind of like uh, like VH1 stand-up spotlight. Okay. okay. Um, Arsenio. You were on Arsenio? Yeah. Were you really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, so, I mean, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, I, I had a great time doing it. There's so much preparation that goes into that too, that you because it seems so off the cuff, right? But they don't realize the hundreds and hundreds of hours of practicing yeah. that routine to make it look effortless. There's maximum effort to make it look effortless. Just on the, even body language and facial expression yep. to be in the right place when you're telling that joke. I... That's why you have the legends like you know, like Seinfeld. Uh -huh. um, there's a guy that comes to town often Brian Regan, who I just think is fantastic, brilliant mind, can work clean mm -hmm. and, and everything else. But, mm -hmm. you know, I asked him about it. He goes, it takes, it takes me, you know, a hundred hours to nail down, 12 you know, minutes, 12 minutes. When, yeah. And he's a headliner now, but uh, yeah, it was fun. So back to radio, uh, you're back in California after the Atlanta experience. How many different stations did you work at out there? Uh, much to my mom's delight, I got hired by like the Heritage Country Station out there doing weekends. And, mm -hmm. you know, back then it was every time the phone rang, you're praying it's radio station, they mm -hmm. need you, mm -hmm. you know, every holiday. Yeah. Uh, so I did country. I did, uh, I did top 40 for a while. Um, so I, I think I was, I think I did three different stations in, in 10 years there. And then I've been here at the Wolf uh, for 13. 2006, I yep. remember it well. I hired John and then I promptly left. <laughs> and I was bummed. He, he walks in the door, oh, no, that was a bad idea. See ya. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, no, you, that. Uh, that was awesome to get, to get, we got flown in here. They treated us to a Nickelback concert. I mean, it, oh, wow. it didn't get any better than that. And you still came. Yeah. 
I'm an unapologetic Nickelback fan, okay. so I will admit that. But that was a that was an interesting, and I I, I come right after uh, the uh, WXCL had done their uh, St. Jude Radiothon, uh -huh. and I just come off of mine in Monterey, uh -huh. and um, it, again, that's just a near and dear. Yeah, I think to a lot of people's heart, especially having an affiliate in town. Mm -hmm. There's such they're such a great organization, but yeah, and that's that's one of the things I had actually asked. You know, are we affiliated with a children's hospital with St. Jude? And I was really happy about mm -hmm. that. So uh, that means you've been doing one ever since you got here. You were just did your thirteenth then, or thirteenth here, and I did eight of them in California. And the last wow. one we did, and this is Monterey. They're not very familiar with St. Jude, so mm -hmm. it was kind of easy to get the message across. We're here every weekend. There's a St. Jude event. Right, right. So there's, it's saturated. Mm -hmm. uh, not a bad thing, but it's mm -hmm. harder when you're trying to raise money right. uh, during a radiothon. And we did 191000 our last one at, uh, in Monterey. Mm -hmm. And I said, if we get to two I'm going to get a St. Jude tattoo. And we got close. So I went and got one. Bad boy. I went and got one. <laughs> it's my favorite tattoo. It's like a badge of honor. And uh, a few years ago, I had actually crossed the million-dollar raised threshold uh, overall for uh -huh. the for all the years I've been doing it. But still, that's, that's awesome. It's a great organization. Yeah, and so many people are familiar with it. And the uh, you know why you do it is is pretty obvious. But those kids are just amazingly special and. Just the fact that they can go to Memphis or even start here in Peoria and not spend a dime. That blows me away. I know. And, you know, I've um, been having, I've been dealing with cancer myself, mm -hmm. uh, having been diagnosed with kidney cancer, and I heard that. Um, and this is from an oncologist, and, you know, I'm in my mid-40s, and I heard that, and then all of a sudden I didn't hear anything after that. He kind of you know, turned into Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> wah, 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 and I'm just, I'm basically, I'm mentally checking out at that point. I was terrified. So I yeah. can't imagine mm -hmm. having to explain to a child right. that you're sick, and then the strength that mom and dad mm -hmm. have to put forward mm -hmm. to, uh, to deal with that as well. So my heart is 100% with, mm -hmm. with those families. You've been very kind of, you've been very open about uh, your recent cancer diagnosis. So where, where are we at? Take us back to what it, what it is and how are you doing? I'm um, glad you're here standing talking yeah, to me. I am, and you know, I'm, and I'm upright. It was, you know, it started out with a, with a back thing. Um, I had recently had back surgery. Uh, and they kind of found the kidney cancer by accident because they're uh -huh. doing a scan on my back. So it was really the bane of my existence, which had been my back, mm -hmm. kind of turned out to be a blessing in disguise okay. because they caught the cancer early. Mm -hmm. And the numbers are super in my favor. Great. So I'm feeling really blessed about that it's something that we can take care of relatively. I don't want to say nothing's easy about it, right. but it's non-invasive. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, they told me they would have had to remove the kidney. Wow. Now they don't have to do that. They have something called a uh, cryoablation, mm -hmm. where they just needles, they freeze it, kills the thing, and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking, and mm -hmm. thank you for, uh, you, you've been so amazing and supportive mm -hmm. through all of this as well. Um, I'm humbled by the outpouring here. My whole goal when I got here, I wanted to have a heritage show. I wanted to be around for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my eyes on other markets and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I wanted to be here. 
And I was told early on by one of our colleagues, John, um, he said, you're going to have to earn it. This is Midwest, blue collar. You're going to have to earn every fan that you get. Mm -hmm. And he was right. But I feel like they've, I put equity into the station, and I'm getting it back yep. through the outpouring of love and support mm -hmm. from the listeners. It's an amazing community in mm -hmm. that regard. And once the, once you're in, yeah, they will never let you go. Yeah. even if you don't live here, they won't let you. Go. Yeah, you're. I told uh, I told our boss. I said I feel like I'm a made guy. <laughs> <laughs> in mob terms, I'm a made guy. So. Yeah. So talk to me about uh, country music a little bit and how it might be a little unique in Peoria. Here's the first thing I want to know. Um, it, it does go through cycles. It's one of those music genres that does. I remember back in the 90s when Garth and Alan Jackson came along, they were viewed as the, the new country and the traditional country listeners balked at that. Right. Now... Alan Jackson and Garth Brooks are more the traditional classic, classic genre country, of yeah. country. And now as new artists come along, the, you know, uh, help me out here, the, the Keith Urbans and those folks. Well, you have Jason Aldean, Luke yeah. Bryan, Florida Georgia Line. Now they're like, uh-uh, give us our challenge. <laughs> so you're constantly having to deal with that schism yep. between the traditional and the new. I would assume that's true here in Peoria. Oh, yeah, that you, you were right on. It's uh -huh. cyclical for sure. Um, that when I, st I started in country in 96, and the biggest names on the planet, Garth Brooks, Vince Gill, Clint Black, Shania Twain, Reba, mm -hmm. um, and now you're hard-pressed to hear any of those guys um, anymore mm -hmm. and so yeah and then they kind of gave way to the early aughts mm -hmm. of that crop of artists and then all of a sudden you had the the new guys mm -hmm. some people call them the pretty boys like mm -hmm. Aldine and Luke Bryan mm -hmm. come up now Keith Urban's been around since 2000 sure so he's been around almost 20 years Rascal mm -hmm. Flatts have been around for 20 years mm -hmm. but they still sound fresh mm -hmm. uh, but yeah it's uh I get I get emails at the station all the time you know why do you play? I miss the good old days. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, well, that's the whole thing. I mean, when Johnny Cash first started, he was a rock and roll guy. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't country. Mm -hmm. And then and he wasn't country until he was. Yeah. Uh, so everyone, they, they have their favorite era. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like the class, I always call it the class of 89, but that was Garth, Clint Black, Vince Gill, Travis <laughs> Tritt, Alan Jackson, and every one of them became wow. superstars. Wow. And they all made their debut in 89. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... You get new blood kind of filtering in, and um, some people kick down the door with a huge hit, and then you don't hear from them again. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think right now we're in that kind of weird, it's kind of a pop country. Yeah. Uh, but Alabama was almost considered pop country. When they did, there's a song called Love in the First Degree. Yep, yep, yep. And they used electric drums, and people are like, <laughs> what are you what doing? Are you doing? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so, uh you know, it, like you said, it's cyclical. Mm -hmm. It'll be different five years from now. Mm -hmm. So we just have to kind of keep an open mind yeah. about what's considered what's considered country. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cross pollination too mm -hmm. with some of the artists. Well, and it but it keeps it fresh. I mean, you know, you're always dealing with a new injection of energy with the changes in the production and so forth. I think that's kind of cool. I do too, and I and, and it's not you know I love what we play now and. People think that I'm intentionally not playing stuff. 
it's not that, it's just kind of what, we're number one for new country, meaning mm -hmm. the new stuff that comes out, we like to be on top of. Right. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean, I, I mean, I love the 90s. Mm -hmm. I love the 90s. And, you know, my mom took a little while <laughs> to come around to that because she grew up George Jones and Keith Whitley and all those guys. Yeah. And, but, you know, she heard Clint Black and she heard Garth and she's like, okay, I can, I can, I can deal with this. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. It just takes a little while to come around. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's going to, what's, what's hot in 2019 and 2024 might be a completely different mm -hmm. story. So, you know, we just kind of roll with it. So what would be next if we had cowboy hats, then baseball caps, what will be the next hat? That's what I'm really worried about. And I'd like I, to see, I'd <laughs> like to see the uh, tennis visor come back. <laughs> You know, there you go. Especially, remember the neon ones yeah. with the, the, the cellophane? How about that? If they brought that back, man, that'd be a look. That, that would be a look for sure. So, when you're not doing radio, what does John Young like to do? Um, you know, I love I love to sing. Uh, I you know I love to play guitar. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a big movie buff. Mm. Although I think I'm getting. I think I'm getting a little grumpy as I get older. <laughs> I, have lo I have less toleration yeah. for people talking in theaters and being on their phones. Yes. And so I just, you know, I'm more of a rental guy now. Uh -huh. I used to see five movies a month, and I see one movie every five months. Um, <laughs> and, I, you know, I love, I love to read. Mm. Uh, so, you know, just kind of just hanging out. I get out when I can, yeah. you know, talk to the folks and yep. uh, have a good time. But, uh, yeah, just uh, kind of low-key. Yeah. Well, you, you have to be when, A, you get up at 4 in the morning and, B, are on for four hours. Uh, you need a little rest. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> as, as you know, we all wear different hats. Mm -hmm. There's the, the show, and then you take that hat off and put on. Then I become part of creative services and mm -hmm. writing scripts and sure. production and all that. Um, it's funny. My mom used to say to me, you know, want, you, you, know you should join the military. And I said, Ma, they get up way too early. <laughs> I showed her. <laughs> yeah. I'm up before the military. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't think that went out too well. So I bet uh, since you've done country for so long that you've been a part of some pretty memorable concert experiences too. Can you think of one that uh, blew you away or you had a chance to meet somebody that the expectation and reality didn't meet or they did and you were blown away by that person in person? I got a couple. Mm-hmm. Garth Brooks, I met him in California, mm -hmm. and this is when he was, he, when he tours, he's still a monster draw, but my morning show partner back then, he took us back there, he was in cargo shorts, had a ball cap, and he gave us a beer, he sat down, he talked to us for like 45 minutes, just he and I, mm -hmm. and my morning show partner, and the, the humility coming off of that guy, it's like, I want to lean over to my, my buddy and go, does he know he's Garth Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a great experience and then i was at a keith urban show in moline because he's one of my all-time favorites and i told him backstage i said look i'll write you a check right now for 500 bucks if i can get that monkeyville uh guitar strap the monkeyville oh, just the strap <laughs> yeah that's that's his logo okay and he said you know what if it's you know he said you got the tattoo i'll give you a strap and then he, you know, in concert, when he was playing up in the stands, he actually acknowledged, I'm going to get your strap. Never got the strap. So he called like three years later. <laughs> and of course, your boy here, I was on it. I'm like, yeah, I hate to bring this up. 
<laughs> but you are going to be in town. And we did have a conversation. He remembered. He goes, yeah, you have the tattoo. Wow. Oh, I owe you a strap. He goes, all right, are you coming backstage? And I said, I uh, hope to. He said, well, whatever. We'll make sure it happens. I, I go back, and he says, hold on a minute. He pulls the curtain, and he comes out, and he gives me a guitar. No way. Like guitar. It's from the <laughs> urban line of guitars. And it said, hey, John, I feel like this kind of strumps or trumps a strap anyway. Yeah. Cheers and best wishes, Keith Urban. Wow. So I'm like, yeah. Can I get the strap too? Uh, yeah. But what about the, the strap? strap? Yeah. But uh, that was really cool. And he's always gracious. And yeah. um, I've, I've been really lucky that the most of the folks I've met have been, I'm not going to say the ones that, that weren't all that nice because I don't want it to taint or taint anybody's uh, view of them. But mm -hmm. some of them have their superstar pants on mm -hmm. and can't be bothered. Mm -hmm. uh, and others are just like, they're so grateful. Mm. So, But country music and country music fans are, are a different breed. Yeah. and Very loyal. Super loyal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super loyal. Mm -hmm. And um, I find that a lot. Uh, People are just so grateful to win tickets and to go backstage. You know, I've given backstage passes away that were mine because I've had the opportunity mm. to meet these folks. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for yes. a lot of these folks. So yeah. they go back there and they freak out and they have a great time. Mm -hmm. And that's something they'll remember forever. Yep. Because yep. country stars meet thousands of fans every every year. But you may only get to meet your favorite country star once in a lifetime. Right. So that's a that's a memory that's worth passing down that's cool yeah that's cool it's john young from 104.9 wxcl the wolf 104.9 the wolf you can hear him every morning beginning at 5 30 or i've noticed it's more like 5 40 this yeah week, about 5 40 <laughs> yeah it depends when you have a yeah. computer snafu as early as i did this morning it's yeah i had that same one playing catch up uh and his uh, co-host is jamie and they are on uh, every morning monday through friday so be sure to check them out and to Check out Airplay at uh, PeoriaLife.com on Facebook, also Peoria Life's YouTube channel, and of course, Channel 17, Peoria TV on the i3 broadband system. Until next time for Airplay, it's Scott Wheeler. PeoriaLife.com.